This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, pastor here at Radio Missions, where we are now located in Walker, Louisiana, after having been uh, washed out of New Orleans by Katrina. And we are now uh, we're still broadcasting. We only missed one broadcast, I believe. But all of these messages are on CDs. And I've told you before on these messages on the home that I'm bringing down, we put five on a, on one CD, and uh, we're let, letting you have them for a dollar a piece plus postage. And we're asking you to get a set of them. Maybe you want to duplicate them. Folks have these uh, CD duplicators and give them to your family, your friend. But we bring in these studies. I, I tell you, oftentimes with a broken heart, I know that I'm not able to, to change anybody's heart or change or affect anybody, but the Lord is. The Holy Spirit is able, and my prayer is, and I'm, I'm serious, my prayer is if one family, one home is turned around and the children are made to obey, if it's just one home out there somewhere in Grand Rapids, Michigan, or Huntington, West Virginia, or over there in Louisville, Kentucky, anywhere, just one home, if one home would be affected by these messages, it will be worth all the time I put in it. My only desire is to bring you God's Word as it is to men as they are. And I know it's not popular. I know that. And I know this is not a popular subject. You don't hear your preacher. You don't hear the average radio and TV preacher talking about our homes. They don't know what to do with it. Our, our elected officials here, they don't know what to do with all these teenagers. No. And I see where the little 10, 12-year-old children now are killing their mother and killing their dad. They don't know what to do with them. They have to try them as a, as a, as a child and just lock them up for a while. But my friend, let's not let it get that far. Let's take hold of our families. We saw in our last study that the Apostle Paul there was writing, and he said, uh, in the last days, perilous times will come. Now, what is the symptoms of those perilous times? Uh, lovers of our own selves, covetous, posters, proud, blasphemers. But the most important, I think he says, disobedient to parents. Now, I've never seen a day, and I could go back and tell you how it was when I was coming up, but that's not important. We had to mind. We had to obey. We had to obey in school. Kids don't obey in school now. I've talked to school teachers that have quit teaching because the uh, conditions are so terrible, and I know that I couldn't do that because I would get in jail for, for, for breaking the jaw of one of them kids that spouted off to me or spit in my face like they're doing now. But, my friend, let's go back to our study. Paul here in these verses He's talking to the children, uh, not of the world, but of the church. And I've never seen in my life so much rebellion in the hearts of the children uh, of our church families. They've been brought into, into our churches under high-pressure decision days in Sunday school, training union, vacation Bible school, and such like. Not many even do that. But some of our churches have padded their roles and told those children they're saved. They brought up in the training unions. And listen, and they've never known the Lord as their Lord and Savior. They've never known Holy Spirit conviction. They're foreigners to repentance. Therefore, they've missed the Lord. They've missed Christ. They're disobedient under their parents. Their wills have never been broken. They can't be taught the Bible. And as a whole, they don't love the Bible. They don't understand it. Why? Because they've never been born again. Why have they not been born again? Why are they not saved? They've never been awakened to the fact that they're lost. You know, the people deny the total depravity of man now on every, every side and corner. You cannot get the average religious man today to agree with you that man is totally depraved. We've often make this statement here in our ministry that if you miss Holy Spirit conviction, 
you miss Christ. And if you miss Christ, uh, you miss heaven. And if you miss heaven, you're bound for hell. Now, my friend, folks call me the old fog-eyed fool. I know that. I don't. It don't bother me. But I know that I'm taking a stand here, and I know that I'm not going to win the, the battle at all unless the Lord takes a hope. I see the world conditions worsening on a daily basis, and I'm not talking about the political world. I'm talking about our religious world. I could even stop maybe now and tell you how that many of our churches now have accepted homosexual men and women as leaders in their churches. They do. They do, my friend. Many of our churches now are ruled by a committee. The pastor's hands are tied, even if he wanted to speak out against things in the church and he wouldn't let him, or either they'd put the rollers on him under him in a few days, he'd be hunting for another church. I've had men tell me, if I preach like you do, Trailblazer, I wouldn't have a job. Well, I'd get out. I'd get out and go digging taters for a living. Somebody, the Lord, if you're one of God's people, he's not going to let you starve. You heard of anybody starving in this country lately? I haven't. No, sir. But my friend, the Lord is able to take care of our, of his own, and he does that, and he gives me grace to stand here. I know, I know I take a bold statement here in this ministry, my friend. I have to stand up. I have to stand up to people who write me and call me or, or call me on the phone and take, a, take issue with things that I say. I do. I have to take a stand against them. And uh, in love, I do it in love and kindness. And that's what I'm doing in these studies. My only purpose here is not to just have something to say, no. But I'm talking about our children. Our children. Now, our present-day evangelism now is just a joke. It's an abomination in the sight of God. It makes a child two, four more child of hell than it ever was before. So many churches today are sending their children on Wednesday night and Sunday night and are off to moving pictures or in another room there in the church building, and, uh, and they're just training their children for hell. That's all that they're doing, my friend. I tell you, many, many, many of our old line denominational churches now don't have Sunday night service. Many of them don't have Wednesday night service. They play a movie on Wednesday night if they even have church. But listen. Listen, I want to tell you, we're facing the darkest hours we've ever faced. And I'm, t- I'm being serious with you, Mother, Dad. You, you throw this over your shoulder if you want to. Take issue with me. Call me an old fool if you want to. It I doesn't bother me. But I'm just asking you, seriously, are you, are you concerned about your children? You tell me you know the Lord and you're not concerned about your children? I ask my folks here on a regular basis, are you concerned about your children? Do you ever pray for them? Do you, my grandma, do you get them around your kitchen table there and, and uh, talk to them just a little bit? Oh, my friend, we've lost all that. We've lost all that. Now, I wish you moms and dads would just wake up. Wake up. You tell me that you're saved. Were well, you going to just leave your children behind? You're going to go off to heaven and leave your children here? Some of you are taking the road of least resistance, saying if God's going to save them, he's going to save them. Nothing I can do about it. That's, so, that's the most foolish statement I ever heard in my life. Are you interceding for them? Are you praying for them? It shows spiritual laziness on your part. Listen, listen. On the other hand, some of them told me, well, they won't listen to me, Pastor. I tell, I tell them, but they won't listen to me. My friend, I tell you one, I tell you one thing. Uh, I know one who will listen the Lord Jesus Christ. I'll tell you this little little uh, instance. A friend of mine told me that she had a wayward daughter, and she prayed for her and prayed for her, and she, every time she'd try to talk to the girl, she'd uh, shun her reproof, and she told her one day, she said, My dear, I can't talk to you, but I can talk to the Lord. I can talk to the Lord, and you talk to the Lord about yours, my friend. 
You can. You Are you crying out for him? Are you asking the Lord for him? My friend, have you done the best you could do? No, Pastor, I haven't. I failed so miserably. Yes, right. That's that's good if the Lord showed you that you failed. But listen, you can start now. You can start now. Listen, I know I've been criticized because of one thing and another. Grace, mercy, and grace is what we preach here. It's mercy, one of the greatest blessings to Radio Land. Our ministry here is to offer you grace. The grace of God I preach to you save many of our children. I praise the Lord for it. If the Lord has saved my children or yours, he can save yours. Mother, don't let go. Father, Dad, don't let go. God can save your children. Would you just, would you make a, a resolve? Would you just make a resolve in your heart? We resolve to do a lot of things, don't we? We resolve to buy a better home, a bigger home, bigger boat, bigger car. Resolve to pray for your children, my friend. The old trailblazer is just a cockeyed old fool. I know that. But I'm bringing to your attention. I've, in the last month and a half, I've had call after call, letter after letter saying, Pastor, go on. We don't hear. We don't hear what you're saying up here in our church. We don't hear anyone being concerned about the youth of our churches. We don't hear that. We always talk about uh, having volleyball games on Wednesday night or basketball games and going to the beach and strip off and having a good time. The youth leader goes with them on the bus. That's what we hear. We don't hear the old-time, old-fashioned gospel. Do you know the Lord? Do you ever hear anybody ask your family, do you know the Lord? Has asked you, are your children saved, my friend? Are they? And you have to hang your head and say, well, I don't know. Well, you know if they're saved or not. You know it, my friend. But let's, let's don't throw our children away. Let's don't throw them away out there to the devil. Let's don't let the devil have them, my friend. All of these messages uh, are available if you'd like to have them. We start over. We've, got about, we've been here about two months already. We have about 10 or 12 CDs, and they're a dollar and a half a piece. But, my friend, they're just simple, plain old corn pone, uh, teaching God's word, telling you what the Lord says and what the Lord commands and what the Lord demands. And did you know, let me, let me reinforce that by saying, did you know, if you brought that little Johnny into this world, a little Susie into this world, you responsible for them? Did you know if they go to hell, you'll be responsible for that? Well, you will. You say, well, I've done all I can do. Don't lie about it. You haven't done all you can do. No such a thing. Don't even don't even go there. You have not. You've shirked your responsibility. You've left them to the, to the Bible school or the Sunday school class or the BYPU or whatever they have. And, uh, and they go there and, and, and count a color and, and eat, drink Kool-Aid and all. And my friend, listen, God's word says uh, you're responsible. Bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord and, and teach them to obey, my friend. Teach them to obey. That's the start of, of becoming a Christian is to learn how to obey. I've never seen a child yet get saved that don't obey his parent. That little book I have on duties of parents, I'll send it to you. And if you would, I'd be glad to do that. Call me. Call me and tell me what station you're listening to and remind me. And I'll send you that book or this little book on duties to parent and others that we have here. I'll send you a list of them if you'd like. But, my friend, it's your responsibility. You can can have all the books in the world. It won't help you a bit if you don't take a hold. You don't take a hold of that little three-year-old, that little four-year-old that you have, and you're letting him just have his way and uh, he's crying and squalling in the supermarket Making a, making a scene over there, and you never uh, switch some little legs when you get home, give him a good little talking to. No, you say, well, I, uh, you, know, honey, you don't know my child. Yes, I do. I know it's hard. It's depraved. He wants his own way, and if you let him have it, 
he'll wind up in the juvenile facility before he's 18 years old. It's full right now. It's running over, having to rebuild here. But my friend, what a disgrace to let our children have their way and go to hell. Please don't do that, Dad. Dad, take a hold of your family. Ask the Lord for grace to take a hold of your family. That boy, oh, that boy that you take fishing with you while you're out there on the boat. Tell him what the Lord means to you. But this is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. I'm running out of time. My mailing address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. But my phone number, air code 225-664-8658. Goodbye and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.